Welcome to What Should I Watch, a podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. If you have any comments or just want to say hi, please feel free to send me an email to whatshouldiwatchT at gmail.com. Hey Mary, what's up? Hi T, I'm doing good, how are you? Thanks for coming by on this nice weather day. beautiful out right now. It's our kind of weather. Yeah. It's rainy, clouds. So, like little breeze also. So it's yeah. Perfect. Um, How was your Christmas though? Christmas was hot, surprisingly. That day was pretty hot. I know. I think we we're lucky because the whole East Coast and mid- Midwest, they're mm. suffering. Mm. And yeah, rest in peace for those people who died in the snow and cold. Yeah. Yeah. Can't imagine. It's a sad way to go. Yeah. So many flights being canceled also around. Yeah, my coworkers in like in the East Coast right now. I don't know if she's gonna make it back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have the two coworkers that are (laughs) driving out from Atlanta because they got stuck there. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. Well, yeah, but over here, well, at least today's nice, and yeah. I don't have to worry about traffic. I'm not going in there. No plan. Yeah. No plan for New Year's either. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of glad I stayed home because of flight <laughs> issues. <laughs> yeah. Who knew you could have stuck somewhere, right? Right, yeah. Well, if I were to go somewhere, I would have gone to Mexico, and I don't think there's no issues there, but still... It's kind of a long way to drive back, right? Yeah. <laughs> I actually uh, drove, well, my dad drove when I was little, when we moved to Mexico. So it was a five-day... All day, the way? Was, yeah. It was a five-day trip, four nights. So it was... Actually, that sounds nice. It was so cool. <laughs> I really liked it, yeah. So but it's it a matter nice. of choice or force to? If you choose to drive, it's a nice yeah. trip. Yeah. But if you can't fly, so you have to drive, then, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that was a choice, I think, because we traveled with Snoopy, my old dog that passed away. Yeah, but it was fun. (laughs) Well, this is going to air in 2023. Wow. We're recording in 2022, but it's going to air next year, technically speaking. So. So coming in from the past right (laughs) (laughs) recorded last year um but what's your new year's resolution if you have any um i haven't really set them straight i think i'm gonna do that on the 31st step (laughs) (laughs) but um i really want to embrace my independence and live in the first quarter of the month of the year so that's one short-term goal that I have. Ah, Three months nice. to do that. <laughs> wow. Hey, that sounds a lot better than, I don't know, like what's the generic one? 
You go to the gym every day. Yeah. I quit on that one like two <laughs> years ago. I, I don't, I don't, I'm tired of letting myself down. <laughs> I don't do that one anymore. <laughs> no, but that sounds nice. Yeah. Your independence. Yeah, yeah that sounds good. How, how about you? Do you have any? I don't, I don't have any. Um, like you said, <laughs> I'm tired of letting myself down, so... <laughs> Um, if I don't have any plans and I happen to make one after New Year's Day, then it doesn't feel like New Year's resolution. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't have any, really. Well, we'll see how we're doing by the time this airs into yeah. 2020. Yeah. <laughs> this will be on uh, January, the second week of, second Monday of January, so... We'll see if I have something by then. <laughs> um, well, you brought up the whole gym thing. Like a lot of people were saying, like, um, I'm going to work out and eat healthy. So mm, Eat healthy, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, in general, like people are in a positive mood, I guess, yeah. starting New Year. Yeah. So I thought today's drama would be good for that because it's very happy positive um drama unlike a lot of stuff that i covered (laughs) i feel like i need to at least once be positive and happy (laughs) like happy energy and um and also something about workout you know like eat healthy and work out that's the thing a lot of people do on the new year's at least a little a portion of the new year yeah (laughs) so yeah i picked this one and also because um you know this one kind of stayed with me when i um especially when i think about something um some kind of comedy Hmm. but not like uh slapstick or not like exaggerated comedy just you know like a kind of happy uh, vibe kind of nice. drama so not not so much dark humor like no not this. like yeah not like that kind of comedy <laughs> this is actually happy comedy <laughs> um so i think i'm just gonna go straight into what this is about and then we're gonna talk about it nice. what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear the word athlete they're well-built Confident, hardworking, maybe rich, but definitely cool. Most people would say that they are cool. But our protagonist, who is an A student at Korea's elite sports university, doesn't think of herself as cool. She has an excellent winning record and is on her way to be on the national team. Her coaches and teammates and even athletes of other sports teams all agree on her bright future as an athlete. But for a girl in her early 20s, something else starts to matter. It's a man who called her a lady and treated her like one. No one has respected her like this because she's a weightlifter with a big body figure and far from looking like a pretty Korean girl. Her name is Kim Bokju, and even her name doesn't sound cool. It's like a girl with an English name Ethel or Fanny in 2022. 
soon, Pukja finds out that this gentleman is a doctor at a nearby obesity clinic. And while she doesn't think they're compatible, she ends up enrolling in his obesity treatment program so she can see him often. Feeling embarrassed though that she's a weightlifter, she lies to the doctor that she's a cellist. While she spends every minute daydreaming about the doctor, a guy named Junhyung keeps making fun of Bokju. He's in the school swimming team and a childhood enemy of Bokju. They went to the same elementary school and Junhyung used to make fun of her by calling her fatty. The gymnastics team is the flower of the sports university for their looks. And a female character named Shiho is especially famous for her beauty and short-lived potential as an athlete. Due to her recent performance struggle, she was pushed out to the national team and returned to school. She's assigned as Bokju's roommate and starts to get very anxious watching Bokju and Junyoung play around and get close. It's because Shiho used to be Junhyung's girlfriend and she doesn't seem to have gotten over him. Shiho keeps demanding Junyoung that they date again. But Junyoung coldly refuses it because it was Shiho who heartlessly broke up with him. Then one day, Bokju encounters Junyoung at the obesity clinic. It turned out that the doctor was Junyoung's cousin. Junyoung finds out that Bokju lied that she was a cellist, which becomes her weakness. He promises that he'll keep his mouth shut, but keeps teasing Bokju, which seems to have some affection. Then, news comes like a bolt from the blue. Bokju's coaches suggest increasing Bokju's weight to compete in a heavier weight class. Bokju has no choice but to agree because it will increase her chance of her entering the national team and earning medals. But she understands that this will jeopardize her love for the obesity doctor. While Bokju can't decide what to do, Shiho is on a big move. She has become extremely jealous of Junyoung and Bokju and discovers Bokju's weight loss journal with her name on it. With malicious intent, Shiho drops it in the weightlifting team's training building so it can be discovered by someone. Soon, the coaches find out what Bokju has been up to, and she has to make a big decision. She knows that her feelings for the doctor have no chance anyway, so she lies to the doctor that she's leaving to study abroad and ends her one-way love. After that, Bokju is focused only on training and making good records until one day, the doctor visits school and runs into Bokju and Junyoung. Junyoung tries to lie for Bokju, but she comes clean and confesses that everything was a lie and she is in fact a student at the sports university and a heavy class weightlifter. So that's the premise of the show. Wow. Okay, so I see. I see she enjoys weightlifting, but. She is. I don't understand. Is it because of judgment that she's ashamed of it? Of what she's passionate about? 
Yeah, so before she met this guy, it's like she didn't even think about how she is. Yeah. Like, there's whole inside joke about, you know, women weightlifter and all that. Like, they make fun of themselves, like she and her teammates and friends, you know. But it didn't really matter. It was just more like a joke, you know. Yeah. And it, her dad was a weightlifter, too. So she grew up with the culture and, you know, it was really like... You know, kind of out of question thing until she discovered this guy, and it's almost like a, her first love because mm-hmm. she was only focused on weightlifting training. That was her life, so she didn't really have the whole high school dating and none of the you know dramas. Yeah. Now that she's a college student, she meets this doctor, and this doctor is like textbook gentleman type, and she's just you know head over heels falling for him. I think the whole message here is that men are the problem. <laughs> they get in the way of your success. <laughs> wow. She was doing so good. <laughs> and now she's questioning her identity. <laughs> wow. I love how you always bring like, a new perspective. Like, seriously. Wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> hey, that that's all the problem because I was thinking, you know, this show. I love this show, and the characters in the show—they're like early twenties and they're all young mm. and kind of reminds me of how I was at that age. Yeah. But I also kind of felt like, man, I don't know when was the last time I, you know, had that kind of feeling. I don't remember what it was like, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm qualified to talk about romantic <laughs> comedy, you know. But with your new perspective, I had to go and put a bitter twist. I think I think it makes it easier. <laughs> now I don't have to talk. I don't have to focus on romantic comedy <laughs> aspect of the drama. Oh um, no! Well, I think you know, like when you think about women weightlifter. Like, I'm sure a lot of them are the actual athlete. They're, like, proud of themselves and, you know, they're very focused. But I think it, this is an important point of view, especially in Korean culture. Yeah. Because, you know, like, Korean notorious for, like, a whole plastic surgery, heaven, mm. and, um, you know, the look is very important the, in the culture. So, yeah. like, how you dress and how you look and all of that. And um, that's something that I kind of don't like about Korean culture like when I visit Korea like people usually can tell like I'm not from there I am from there but like they can tell like I I don't live there because how I dress and you know like I guess I have certain look Hmm. so as a woman and a weightlifter you know and you know she's on the like heavier side so you know men are less likely attracted to her a lot less likely attracted to her yeah so now that becomes an issue for her wow yes it's like finding a balance like what she wants to do but then same time with this man but then i noticed she also got herself into a little situation with just all these little white lies that started adding out yeah just in order to like right well she she's like because she didn't want to tell him, like, oh, I'm a weightlifter. 
to a man that she's, you know, she has a feelings for. Her. So she's like, I go to music school. I play cello, you know. Yeah. So she becomes, she makes herself as this sophisticated <laughs> little musician and, you know, classical cello mm. player. And and she, she does look pretty. I mean, as an actress, you know, like, she does look pretty. So, you know, the doctor believes it. And But yeah, like you said, it kind of lie, leads to another lie. Because she has to tell him, like, in order to end it, like, oh, I'm leaving to study abroad. So, but wouldn't wouldn't meet her underst- like, want to deny or not or hide the fact that she was away? If it just because she assumed that he would not be okay with that. Yeah, and I think the whole notion in this show is that um, the one thing that maybe like I need to explain a little bit is that. You know, in America, people, like, go to college for, you know, you play basketball and then you go to college. And maybe yeah. you could major business, but you still play basketball. Yeah. And if you do well, I guess you can be drafted. But in Korea, um, a lot of times you go to college um, just for that. And there are a couple universities. It's sort of like a pre... Um, like a pre-national team school. So if you enter that mm. university you're almost guaranteed you're going to be the national team, national oh, no. athlete. So it's not like it's not like you have so many doors open, like, oh, if my basketball doesn't work out, I can still study business and work at a company. And, you yeah. know. So it's sort of like you, your fate is determined already, like, because mm. you enter the sports university, you know, this is your thing. There's nothing else to do. Like, you do it, like, all day long, every day, and mm. until you become somebody. So there's a lot of pressure, and in the show they talk about, with her and then her friends, they talk about... Um, so, for example, there's a scene that um, the school has some kind of ceremony and event, so they have to arrange, like, a lot of chairs, like, some hundred-something chairs in the, like, lawn. And <laughs> you would think, like, maintenance people will, like, drive a whole truck of chairs, but they call the weightlifter <laughs> team. <laughs> So and then all these so all these girls especially too like they all have like and you can see it like they have like stacks of chairs. (laughs) So it's uh, it's both men and women weightlifters, but you still see like there's no discrimination there. All these women, they have stacks of chairs just walking, and they talk about them like, oh, I guess they have another event. Okay, (laughs) like they've always done it before, you know. So, yeah, it's uh, sort of like a running joke, but also it's kind of reflection of reality. Like, yeah. you know, the women weightlifter, what it means and what they have to give up, especially in Korean culture where mm. look is very important, you know. Mm. But like you said, it didn't matter. Like, she was just focused and it's the man that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's not no issue with her. <laughs> so I think what's interesting is that Normally, when you watch some kind of rom-com, it's, like, main girl and main guy. And they're, like, they have friends. Usually, friends become, like, some kind of in a romantic relationship. So, in this show, there's this friend who's in a swimming team. And he's, like, a really good-looking guy. And you would think, like, this weightlifter woman will be somehow linked to this good-looking swimmer. But because of this kind of... uh, underlying message of this woman weightlifter who's overweight and big and you know 
as a female, like, she's not attractive. So you, as a viewer, like, you don't imagine them in any way getting involved romantically. Mm. And there's no way that she's going to be linked to the doctor. It's just her, you know, daydreaming every <laughs> moment. And But this friend, this swimmer friend who has a really, uh, who looks really good, he kind of, I mean, he's making fun of her, like, every time, like, they run into each other, like, like, hey, fatty, like, what are you eating today, you know? Mm, yeah. <laughs> but it looks like there's a little bit more to that. Like, he's not just making fun of her. So, but then, like, as a viewer, like, oh, there's no way, you know? Is it, like, that playground thing where, like, boys are mean to a girl? Exactly. Like, mm. Yeah. That's, so you see them more and more of, like, uh, he's actually mean to her because he likes her mm. kind of thing, you know? And that's kind of how it was uh, when they were in school back, in, like, when they were in elementary school. So I guess he kept making fun of her, like, hey, fatty, fatty. Because mm-hmm. she she has always been a big girl, you know? Mm. And what about the girl, the one that's still trying to get with her ex-boyfriend, with the doctor, with the... the yeah, the gymnastics girl. Yeah. So she's actually, the, as an actress too, like she's really pretty and, you know, as a gymnastics, they have really good body figure mm. and all. So everyone, like all men athletes in the school, they all like anyone from a gymnastics team. Yeah. And then especially she's like really pretty and kind of famous. And so she and the swimmer guy used to date. Mm. And they broke up. She broke up with him. Mm. Because she's like, okay, I'm moving on to the national team. And I need to focus on my stuff. And so she broke up with him. And now that she's kind of cut out of the team and come back, she wants to get back together with the guy. And he's like, Mm. no, you know, I'm over you, you know. Yeah. But then she noticed that. This weightlifter girl is like a friends with her ex boyfriend, but mm-hmm. she kind of senses that okay, my boyfriend, my ex wouldn't act that way if he didn't have feelings for her. Mm-hmm. Like he could sense things going on. Yeah. Um. So she gets like a little. She gets really weird. So when this all unravels, is she is she more of an issue still along after the the doctor realizes that she the yeah she kind of keeps going she's on she's still in there mm. until like towards the almost towards the end of the show, mm. but it kind of shows why she's kind of mental. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's what I liked about this show because um, it. It's like the writer actually did really good research on what it's like to be an athlete and mm. especially at a school like the specialized school like this when everybody's your friends frenemy basically you know yeah. like your teammates and because when you think of sports really there's one person that survives one person that wins gold medal yeah. it's only the top person you know I mean, I guess in basketball, maybe top five, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, I imagine the competitive mentality at all times. Yeah, so they um, did a lot of scenes that reflect kind of that kind of competitiveness and what's going on inside the athletes' world. For example, like the gymnastics team, they always... It's the opposite of weightlifter teams Mm. because weightlifters, I mean, depending on your class, you might have to lose weight or gain weight. But gymnastics, you have to always kind of lose weight. Mm. Um, and I guess because all the, with all the training, it's hard to get fat. But, you know, still mm. have to, they have to manage their weight and how they look and, you know. 
So these girls in the team, they always talk about like, oh, can I drink this or can I not drink this? Should yeah. I drink water now or like, you know, I mean, it's so much. And same thing with this girl, Shiho. She's been, you know, although it was for a short period, she was on the national team, which means like she was really harsh on herself yeah. in terms of training, eating. It's hard not to go crazy, you know. Yeah. I mean, I love eating, so, you know. <laughs> I try to watch what I eat. <laughs> as so much of sugar, as, I much, as much as I'm eating. It's, it's, it's all so calculated. <laughs> how much sugar I'm eating a day. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, so you watch her, like, she's going insane. And then you kind of find out her, you know, family doesn't want to support her anymore. Mm. Um, so she really doesn't have any support and... And she, you know, fell out of the team, the national team. So she really does go kind of a little crazy. Looks like she just needs, like, acceptance from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Wants to be liked. Right. Mm. So it uh, later, towards the end of the show, as a viewer, you kind of feel empathetic to her. Mm. Like, first, I'm like, wow, that girl's crazy, you know. <laughs> But, and also, like, I was thinking, like, why would you cling to your ex that much you know like yeah. don't you have your own ego and like pride you know <laughs> but like later you understand like oh she just like exactly like you said you know you just need somebody's approval somebody's love and care that's what you what she's craving yeah I don't think it's maybe not necessarily the person but I think also when you're that young you yeah. you confuse certain emotions and feelings so right. yeah maybe it's not so much the guy it's more yeah. the fact that he's moved on and doesn't want me anymore or and like I need him to accept me or I need him to yeah. want me or something wow that's so spot on <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. yeah you don't understand that when you're young I think <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah that's true hmm. yeah yeah and then you on the opposite side you see the struggle when our girl Bokju when she decides on increasing her weight like you see the the other struggle like she has to like eat certain things and just kind of force feed herself and then do certain workout mm -hmm. to increase her weight and I guess what they say in the show which is probably true it's is that it's harder to gain weight than lose weight mm. which I don't understand how <laughs> I'm like maybe for athletes because yeah, they're working out so right. much. Working out and you know, I guess it's muscle weight versus yeah. like fat weight. So <laughs> that's what they're saying in the show and because her dad was also weightlifter, he understands mm. and he under like when he talks to the coaches, he's like, Well, it's gonna be a you know, it's gonna be difficult but I'm gonna support her if she wants to do it and I guess because universally like women don't want to compete in a heavier weight class mm. maybe that or maybe it's harder to gain weight like so it, there's a better chance to be on the national team it's less comp comp competition mm. so she's she said okay i'm gonna increase my weight so i can i have more chance of getting into the national team and if there are less people competing it's higher chance of earning gold and whatever medals you know yeah so that's what she decides on and What's funny is that, um, so she decides, okay, I'm going to increase my weight. So the coaches and the uh, Bokju, they eat certain things and they train certain ways. And then 
they like wait every day, you know, like day and night, and wait, checking off the, their. They have like a book they go by, and yeah. so like they have a record of like the, what the weight was, what their training was, and the coach is like, "Well, we we're doing everything right. I don't know why you're losing weight, mm. you know, because she's going to obesity yeah. clinic, right?" <laughs> And then on the other hand, when she goes to the VC clinic to see the doctor, that's like, I don't understand. I think we're doing everything right, but you're gaining weight. <laughs> so she, she did that for a while until the whole thing came clean and she decides to, you know, finish, uh, end her love. It shows so much commitment that an athlete needs to have to, like, yeah, yeah. to the diet. And then I'm sure it has a lot of, like, mental effects, too. Like, the food that you're eating and, like, the stress. Oh, yeah. And, and like, you're, I'm sure you're in a bad mood the majority of the time because of, like, the the way that you're, yeah, you're living yeah. your life. In a, wow. And there's a, um, they show, have you heard, like, a... Atlas Lucky Charms like that? No. Well, maybe it's not always athletes, like a, you know, musicians or people who like do certain kind of com- competition or you know, they have something called like a Lucky Charm. Um, I mean, we could have it like you know if it's important. Like for example, if we're going to a job interview, we want to have some kind of a Lucky Charm, like oh, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. So. I guess it's really famous that all athletes kind of have their own lucky charm or things oh. they don't do or don't eat. And so they talk about this. And in the beginning of the show, Bukju has this like white t-shirt and she always has to wear it on her, um, the, what do you call it? The, the, um, tournaments. Yeah. Tournament day. Mm. Like she always has to wear that white shirt on her tournament day. Mm. And then she loses a shirt, like, because everybody lives in the dorm. This is, like, all everyone's sports athletic school. So everybody's all living together in a dorm because you're doing, like, serious training. So you're not commuting from home. Kind of like, you know, during the season, MLB, NBA, they all live together, you know. Mm. So all students here, regardless if you're a freshman or a senior, everybody live on campus. Uh, so you have to use school laundromat. Mm. And it's missing. So she goes crazy. Like, mm. she's like, oh, I might have to drop out of this tournament. If I don't wear it, I'm like, I'm not going to win it. And I don't want to have a bad record. And, you know, wow. so they talk about that. And um, the other, like, gymnastics girls, um, they talk about something like that. And it's, like, it's real because um, G's big golfer, or he used to be. Oh. And, yeah, he, he's pretty good. Um and he watches, like, golf and stuff. And he told me that Tiger Woods always wear red shirt on his final day of the tournament. Oh, And wow. that's, like, a Tiger Woods thing. And I guess there are a lot of different analysis why he wears red specifically. But, yeah, Tiger Woods always wear red. Mm. And, you know, he's been doing good. So he is Tiger Woods. So something like red shirt is lucky charm to Tiger Woods. And, um... So yeah, they talk about that and how like some athletes get really obsessed and or like pregame rituals things like that. So yeah, yeah, that's pretty intense. I I have seen the way some athletes like carry themselves. It's a very big commitment to that. So I'm yeah. sure it's very hard on her trying to fit love into that right, lifestyle. Because right. especially her love is like the polar opposite of what she. <laughs> 
has to do. I mean, this doctor is like obesity clinic doctor, and yeah. But it's funny because when she when she first walks into the clinic, it kind of fits her why she's there, <laughs> you know. <laughs> So doctors like, oh, and then they do like whole like a body analysis. They have a machine so they can tell you like your fat mass versus muscle mass and all that. And the doctors like, you know, you're actually pretty healthy. <laughs> <laughs> like, hmm, I don't know, but yeah, we can still work on you. You know, <laughs> but you're actually pretty healthy. <laughs> How about his character? Does it get into his character a little bit? Like, yeah. Detail yeah, they do. Um, so his thing is that he's really nice to everyone, mm. um, and he has his friends, like medical school friends. And one of the girls tell him because he talks about Bokju, the weightlifter girl, to his friends, mm. and she's like, "Maybe you're confusing her. You're always nice to me. You know, you have been always nice to me all these years." And you know how that makes women feel, because people can be confused. You know, so you have to draw a line. Mm. So that's kind of his thing, I guess. Pros and cons. Mm. So does he not want to give her that those messages, or or he's not in? He? No, he, that's not his intention. Okay. But so it's it is all of like. Of her imagination or her being in right, love with him. Right. Oh. I mean, she doesn't think the doctor actually likes her mm. romantically, but she's like, because of this guy is so nice. If the mm. guy's like mean, like she's like, okay, you gotta wake up. Like this is never gonna happen, you know. Yeah. But every time she visits the clinic, the guy's so nice, so gentle, and despite because none of the Korean guys call her lady or like being nice to her, and you oh. know, but this. Doctor is like you know actually calling like oh the lady shouldn't do that a lady you know like she was carrying like some something heavy and then he was like oh a lady shouldn't carry something like that you know he's mm. like being so nice and she's never been that she never treated it like that mm. so it kind of keeps giving her false hope you know yeah so the doctor's friend is like you know you have to draw a line and in a way like she's telling the doctor. Since we were in medical school, you made me confused. Hmm. You know, so there's like a little like fling between the two. Mm. Yeah. Well, in a way, then she also kind of wants that validation, or maybe I feel like it's the infatuation of having or wanting this idea that she has of that doctor because he's giving her that illusion, or she made her own illusion based off of whatever little words that he he used but similar to the other girl i think it's not really the man that they are after it's yeah. more the feeling or the thought of yeah you know, right so yeah, yeah that's a really good point i think you know this drama is like it's a romantic comedy and it's it's actually really funny there are some scenes that i just paused and just kept laughing but really deep down it's about like self-esteem you know yeah like it's it's not about how people look at you what people talk about you it's your self-esteem um and no matter what the circumstances are you're still a valuable person yeah yeah that's really good point so yeah i think that's really what the drama is about but despite that um i mean in the show they talk about how she's like I think she has special makeup and special like a padding kind of thing to make mm -hmm. her thigh bigger. Mm. Um, but she's actually super, super skinny. 
Wow. As an actress, because she was a, she used to be a fashion model. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, there's a scene like you actually see her like a uh, lifting weights and stuff, and she's in a tournament. And but I was watching it, and I was like, oh, there's no way she's gonna look like that. You know, they probably did some kind of special makeup and probably put some like things around her thighs and stuff to mm-hmm. make her big. But yeah, she's actually super like she's like a chopstick, <laughs> like seriously. <laughs> um, and she's like five nine. So, mm-hmm. she's like 172 centimeter ish. So she's really tall and skinny. She was a fashion model. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh. Is there at the end of it? Are there couples that are? Yeah, there? yeah. And it's not. It's not what you expect. Oh. Until like maybe tenth episode. Oh. Yeah. And I think that's really great about this show. There's no bad character in the show. Okay. That's you know great. how there's always one, like, oh, evil person. But everybody... I mean, that one gymnastics girl, Shiho, she's she's a little, you know... I would say she's more... Not bad. She's just insecure. Yeah. And it just comes off badly. Yeah. But really, there's no bad characters in the show. So it's just kind of feel-good show to watch... And that's why I was like, oh, in the beginning of the new year, everybody's in a good spirit and yeah. watch something like, you know, light and feel good. And yeah, I'm sure it has this little like parts of it that motivate you also to oh. see so many athletes in the way that they're. Yeah. They're yeah. Yeah. Especially if your new year's, new year's resolution is working out and. <laughs> Yeah. But the thing is, um, so the thing you're you could be watching this on your treadmill, I'm like okay, they're working out, I'm working out, this is all good. But Bokju's dad, he's a like retired weightlifter, right? Mm. And now he owns a fry, Korean fried chicken restaurant. <laughs> oh, so there are a lot of scenes that like characters are eating fried chicken. Oh, it's so tempting. So it kind of balances off. Like you could be running on your treadmill and watching this drama, but then like, oh, you know, this doesn't really matter. <laughs> Life is short. You gotta eat what you want to eat. Gotta go get some chickens or sugar or something. You could have a little chicken drumstick <laughs> while you're on the treadmill. <laughs> so balance it off. Yeah. You're running to eat chicken. <laughs> While you're watching the movie, the show. <laughs> um, if this helps, there's a the swimmer actor. Mm-hmm. You know how you're like watching, you're looking at like a good looking person, like motivates you to be in shape or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> so the main character, he's six two. Oh. He's like really tall, well built, cute looking Korean actor. Oh. So, and I think those two the swimmer and the weightlifter actress they were actually a couple at some point during the filming of the show or was it before I think it was actually before oh wow I'm not sure because they confirmed that they were an item but I don't think they confirmed exactly when and Mm. you know so but they did say like yes we dated but it it sounds like because I I dug a little bit online before <laughs> before uh, recording this episode. It looks like they dated before filming this, and they broke up while they were filming this. They were not oh. dating, but still, like you could see 
I don't know. There's certain like chemistry between the two, and I think that's、mm. what made the drama really kind of believable and like just has a good vibe because it's so believable. Like those two, it's like a friendship slash like little、mm. plus alpha kind of you know vibe. But yeah, they were actually dating.、Oh, they、wow. dated. Yeah. So they were two very tall model couples, I guess. Yeah, I'm sure a very attractive couple. Right. So yeah, the guy is really good looking, cute looking. So he could be the motivation <laughs> <laughs> to keep your New Year's workout resolution. <laughs> I'm sure that, like, by what I'm hearing, the whole cast is actually very attractive, with like the gymnastic girl、yeah. and the bodybuilder、yeah. and swimmer, and just about like all the other characters in the show, because. All these characters are athletes,、yeah. supposed to be an athlete. So they're all like really physically very attractive actors, and they're、mm. tall and well built and all that. So, yeah. There's a、um, famous line out of this drama. So one of the girls in the weightlifter team, she, she has this like crush on Jun Young, the swimmer guy. Like it's just、mm. a really kind of quick crush. Like, oh my god, that guy's so cool, you know. Mm. But she goes up to him and it's like, "Do you like Messi? You know the Messi yeah, like football the, player." Yeah. So she like randomly walks up to him and she's like, "Do you like Messi?" You know, and then she's like talking in like kind of cutesy way, and this guy's like, "Go what?" Yeah, very <laughs> random. He kind of brushes off and like you know walks away, but the girls are like the, her friends are like, "What did you just ask him?" Like, and then she goes, "Well, this is my plan." So I know I might not be physically attractive, but guys will like a girl who could have a conversation about football. So if I start my conversation as "Do you like Messi?", that will more likely lead to a longer conversation, and then I have. That was a good try. <laughs> so it becomes some kind of. And what's happening is that so when、um, Bokju goes to the clinic. She walks into the clinic. I、uh, walks into the the room, and then the you know doctor's like, "Oh, welcome. We have a seat." You know. Yeah. The literally first thing she says is, "Do you like Messi?" <laughs> <laughs> and the doctor's like, "What?" <laughs> and then he's like, "Oh, oh, I, I think I do." <laughs> She didn't. That would work. <laughs> but it's like funny, kind of、yes. running joke in the show. But later on, like when doctor, so this doctor ends up finding his own true love,、mm. and then when he asks her out, he says that he's like, "Do you like Messi?" Ah, so yeah, it's like if you watch the drama, you understand the yeah. joke. Yeah, yeah.、Aww. But yeah, he goes, "Do you like Messi?" Like that's the thing. <laughs> Actually, speaking of Messi, I heard today Pele died. Really? He's eighty-two. I didn't hear. Yeah, I just heard it on the radio on、oh, my way.、Wow. Yeah, he's eighty-two and he died today. Oh wow! I feel like Brazil is gonna have some kind of national, like, national day of mourn or something, right? Yeah, I'm sure. Wow. Yep. Was it just of age? I think so. I I didn't. I only like saw the headline, so I don't know、mm. the details. But I guess he was eighty-two and he died. So, first episode is very overall like funny, kind of typical Korean rom-com kind of style, and then the way they end 
the first episode. It's like super textbook rom-com, mm. especially like Asian or Korean dramas. So like Bokju, she, I guess she can't really swim. And then she went to meet the swimmer friend and she ends up falling into the, sw- the pool. Then she's panicking in the water. Oh. And then he jumps into the water and saves her, right? So they're like in the water and she's in her friend's arm. And they're kind of looking at each other. That's the literally the last scene. Mm. And I was thinking like, oh, that's such a like textbook ending of like rom-com. And then when I was looking up something about that, I found this little meme about Korean drama versus American. (laughs) (laughs) So what they're saying is that Korean drama, it takes 10 episodes for the two main actors to even tell each other that they like each other. Yeah. (laughs) And then in American drama, by 10th episode, they already had physical relationship, (laughs) they married, and they're already divorced. (laughs) That's pretty accurate, I think, with the American culture. <laughs> like, by 10th episode, the whole history has been made. <laughs> I feel like in, um, if it were uh, including a Mexican uh-huh. rom-com, it would probably be like marriage by the 5th episode because it's so big over there. You just marry in a few months so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I know and then like in Korean drama like maybe like fifth episode they just first like held their hands <laughs> and they're like so excited about that Aww. it's like the last scene like they held hand and then like <laughs> music goes on and that's the last ep- this last scene of like fifth episode <laughs> so yeah I saw that meme I was like laughing so hard <laughs> Would you say the show is directed for, like, a wide range of audience because it includes the athletic end of it? Or do you think it's more, like, a younger generation? Oh, good question. I think think it's really for a broad range of audience, not just 20-something. Because, um, well, this writer, she's really famous rom-com writer. Um, She has a lot of shows... um, like, one of the f- famous thing was called Oh My Ghost. I actually didn't watch it because I, it does show a little, like, silhouette of ghost and stuff. So, <laughs> I couldn't watch it. But I did watch another one of hers uh, called High School King of Savvy. That's the mm. title, English title. That one was really funny and definitely geared towards broader audience. Mm. And I think her strength is that on the surface it's like a rom-com, kind of light show, but always has really good underlying message like this one I think like you said it's about your self-esteem and have confidence in you you know despite what others say so I think yeah definitely a lot of people can just enjoy this yeah and I think if you're older and watching this kind of brings you back memories and like oh (laughs) they're cute you know (laughs) but also like the lines in the show uh, are really kind of inspiring, especially the swimmer guy. He's very his character is kind of like mature. His understanding, mm. a mature, and there's a little bit of his own personal history why he is that way. You know, he's mm. not necessarily superstar swimmer, 
Yeah. But he's okay with it because he's very like a mature guy and he uh-huh. understands life is more than that. And yeah, you see like you get to find out why he's that way. But he says things like um to his ex like the gymnastic girl um at some point he says that cuz she complains about how her family is not um financially rich to support her all the way and you know how she can't like win certain things and you know certain people her rivals and things like that so she keeps like whining about that and then what he tells her is that you're unhappy because you want more than what you have hmm it's easy to be happy yeah that's what he tells her you're wanting to have more than what you can but really you can be happy you know so things like that like he kind of says things in a passing tone but those are like really inspiring like yeah. uh, words hmm. yeah okay that sounds like a very fun like motivational like you said yeah and then there's another thing um i think it was the doctor's medical school friend she tells the doctor um like the relationship between people aren't something you can try to make happen. It mm-hmm. needs to come naturally. And then she kind of makes a metaphor of um, working out, like mm-hmm. a training athlete. You know, relationship isn't like training for uh, the national team. It needs to come naturally. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about training and result. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of sad nice. thing. I'm like, yeah, certain certain relationships just can't happen. <laughs> you can't make. What's the song? I can't make you. Hap. I can't make you love me. But by, by who? It's like or back in the day, Roberta Flack or something. Can't I can't make you. I don't oh my god! Right <laughs> it's a famous one. Um, you'll recognize the song if you hear it. But basically, that's what she was saying. Like, mm. you know, you can't force somebody to like you, which is true but sad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it also goes in hand with the self-esteem. Thing. Yeah. Like, just your own personal. Yeah. Love is what's important. Um. Prior to this recording, uh, when I was doing a little bit of research, there's a. I found a Wikipedia page of this Korean woman weightlifter. She's mm. actually really famous because she she holds world record as a woman weightlifter. Mm. She's only 39 right now, so she retired um, about 10 years ago, and now oh, wow. she's a coach and you know she's doing other activities. But her name is Chang Miran, so. She's a Korean weightlifter of 39 years old. And her Wikipedia page actually says, 2016 NBC drama weightlifting fairy Kim Bokju is inspired by the real-life story of Zhang. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I thought about her when I was watching this, but mm. I didn't know it was actually related. So I guess the writer probably interviewed her a little bit. Maybe I, would, I wouldn't think the story is directly her story. Mm-hmm. Maybe but, the character? 
Yeah, I think just certain parts of the story was maybe like borrowed from her own life experience, and mm-hmm. I think definitely how things are going inside the sports university, the whole competitiveness, mm-hmm. frenemy, and all of that little episodes, probably from her. Like mm-hmm. she probably told the writers, "This is what's happening and what it's like." Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Chang Biran, she was active between 2002 and 2012. She won just in ten years. She won seven gold medals, three silvers, two bronze, and her world record is from two thousand nine, two thousand nine Olympic Games. Hmm. Yeah. So she's really famous. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I guess in the whole athlete world, she's famous because she's famous athlete. But yeah. also, it's just really hard to find haters. Yeah. Like offline, online, every. All Koreans just love her because she is genuinely like a nice person. Not just because oh I have have some money, so I'm gonna make a charity, you know. But yeah. you actually see her doing a lot of work, and she's trying to promote, um, you know, kind of same the message like in the show, like a woman doing weightlifting or like a woman doing not as popular sports, you mm. know. Um, so she's trying to kind of promote. And support financially, because you know those sports have less chance of getting sponsors. Yeah. So she's trying to support those sports um, athletes, and so yeah, yeah, she's really famous. And you know, she was in like talk shows sometimes, and she's a really good like talker too. She's funny and very smart. And mm-hmm. so is yeah, she, all Koreans love her. Is she living in Korea now? Yeah, yeah, she's in Korea, and then I think she's a coach of a national team or. I think she's a, she teaches at a one of the sports university there. Wow. Yeah. So I guess the show really is somehow borrowed from her story. So there's a um, actually scene kind of that stayed with me for a while. The girl, so she wraps up everything. She's only focusing on training, mm. and she goes on to the national competition. So I guess that's the competition to select the few to compete in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So she goes to the, this big competition and she wins the first place. And you know, you this is the moment that you need to be really happy, and you know, you got the whole world under you kind of moment. And she's like crying and she's really sad because she saw the doctor in the audience, and she mm-hmm. didn't want to show that to the doctor to the. Man that she loves, you know, and then she later tells her friend, the swimmer friend, that we as woman weightlifter don't ask our boyfriends or any man to come cheer for them during the competition because on the stage, you know, we don't look the prettiest, mm. you know, we like we have like double chin, triple chin, mm. and you get to see our vessels pop up and. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like our like all the fat muscles and fat or muscles, they, it all pops up, and you know, mm-hmm. sweating like pig, and you know, this it's not the look that you want to show your boyfriend or anyone you have feelings for. Mm-hmm. So it's sad that you know, a lot of people say that they don't ask them to come cheer for them, mm-hmm. but then this doctor, he just he just wanted to cheer for her because he heard like, oh, she has a. Game today from the swimmer, the brother. So he came with the flowers, and but then on the stage she sees him, and then it took her 
like good like 10 seconds to actually start and then she won but on the backstage she's like crying and being Aww. really sad but I feel like that's the kind of thing like you have to hear from the actual weightlifter actual yeah. athlete to really know what they yeah. feel and how that is the dynamics of you know the you as an athlete versus a woman yeah 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 I think that exact that exact dilemma would be very interesting to hear about like yeah how they balance right their- right but yeah, the as for the Chang Miran, that actual weightlifter, mm-hmm. yeah, she was really, really big. But not, you know, like, when you look at her, she doesn't look like just fat person. Yeah, she's really big, but she looks like you, you, you can't mess with her, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Which is, I guess, what women don't want to be seen as, mm-hmm. you know? You want to be seen as, like, women, you know, like a typical, stereotypical female look you know you don't mm. want to be look like somebody who's big and can't mess with her you know? <laughs> but yeah she's big but you know now she's retired and she's like half the size does she have a husband no i looked oh. it up and that's why i'm like this is not exactly her story yeah, I'll see that. maybe that's the swimmer if she had a partner but yeah not, but um... yeah it looks like she's not married and i don't think there's any like she doesn't have any dating partner. Hmm. Yeah. Is it a one season? I, I didn't. Yeah, so it's just one season, season 16 episodes. Hmm. And it's not on Netflix. Some of her, this writer shows on Netflix, like a, uh, there's a show called My Familiar Wife, hmm. which is another kind of rom com. Um, and then. Um, the High School Savvy used to be on Netflix. It might still be on Netflix in some other countries. Um, oh My Ghost, I think that's on Netflix. But this one is not on Netflix. It's on Cocoa. Um, it's spelled K-O-C-O-W-A. Hmm. And you just need to watch a little bit of ads and you can watch for free. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I don't think I mentioned the title yet. <laughs> the title... <laughs> Yeah, All these times! <laughs> um, the title is called Weightlifting Fairy Kim Bokju. Oh, Weightlifting Fairy. Yeah. The title kind of didn't make sense until the end, but it's really a happy ending and it makes total sense why they said Weightlifting Fairy. Uh, and I really like it. Hmm. Oh, I thought it was kind of like wanting to put a little feminine touch on weightlifting oh well yeah maybe but I think it goes with um I mean yeah she does become successful towards the end Mm. and I think it also is for like we talked about you know yes you don't look the typical pretty girl Mm -hmm. but you are this fairy like you're this goddess of weightlifting you know Mm. because you are so good at what you're doing yeah so yeah yeah. But yeah, it's just really kind of, and I mean, it's hilarious. There are scenes like, so the doctor and the brother, and then Bokju, they all like kind of went out and have dinner one day, and then, um, the doctor is like trying to be nice and like, oh, here, have some more, you know, and then the friend <laughs> is like, yeah, you need to eat more to lift weight, weighted cello. <laughs> <laughs> You know, things like that. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I mean, the, the drama is really hilarious. Um, so, yeah, you laugh a lot while you watch it. Mm. Yeah. Like, yeah. That sounds like a very fun, like... Yeah, I feel good. And, yes, I thought this was kind of perfect for something to start your New Year's with. Yeah. After talking, like, kind of, I don't know, the whole family talk is kind of, can be happy, but it could be glum. That's more towards the end of the year, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So, kind of change up the vibe. That's good. Yeah. I like the energy of this show. I mean, I used to run. I stopped since COVID. So, I used to run, like, a couple marathons a year. So, I would run every morning and kind of... I mean, really, it's amateur of amateur. But I would run and try to keep my record and you know on the weekend I'll do 10k and oh, you know wow. but then I I mean even as an amateur I know what I eat and how I live throughout the day would make difference the next yeah. day when I run in the morning so you know I can't imagine being a professional athlete and your whole life 24 hours yeah. how you sleep even you know like yeah. what you where you sleep how you sleep what temperature you're sleeping in and all of that you know that's just such a stressful life so yeah yeah, yeah so much respect for athletes yeah. in that sense but yeah i think that's that kind of like struggle is really kind of well covered in this drama too like you can kind of you get to peek at what they go through yeah yeah. So you're not gonna work out at all, New Year? It's off it, your off your list. Maybe after watching the show, <laughs> I might get a little inspired. But right now I'm <laughs> right now I'm still in the slumps of family talk. <laughs> maybe you'll find somebody and then. You're going to ask, do you like messy? <laughs> and then they'll inspire you. <laughs> Maybe. Remember Maybe. that. Now I know. Remember. That's how you start a conversation. Now do I do know you like how to messy? Approach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that's a very good like thought process she put into that. Right? She's like, I have a higher chance of getting the wrong conversation <laughs> with the man. She put a lot of thought into it. <laughs> I think for me, if a guy asked me, like, do you like eating sugar for breakfast? <laughs> you had me as sugar. <laughs> that would be me. It makes sense. I mean, there's you get the person to speak. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make under an hour. It's so hard oh. to make it under an hour because you just keep talking. and yeah. <laughs> I cut out a lot of stuff, but... Yeah, hour is my goal. I feel like today I can actually do it. <laughs> oh, you've been a few minutes over an hour, I think. Like a seven few to eight. minutes. <laughs> Fifteen minutes. A few times. But I'm getting better at it. Well, maybe that could be our 2023 goal. Get yeah, things under an hour. Get under an hour. Talk less. <laughs> Um, well, thank you for coming out today. Thank you for inviting me. I feel like this is perfect scenery, you know. I know. Well, I'll see you next year. I'll see you next year. When I see wow. You. Yeah. I'll see you next year and 
Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you too. Um, with the plans that you may have. Alright. Bye. Thank you. Bye.